Normality has returned to the orbital. The previous week's fires, sparks and mysterious smoke rings from the decks have subsided. The air conditioning has been repaired and the crew are, for the most part, fully clothed. The bar has returned to its usual quiet hubbub. The boom party has moved to a waiting beluga and is carrying on the partying somewhere else. And the tech monkey has been given a bag of peanuts. He is currently trying to open them with his feet. The presenting team settle into their usual seats, brushing aside postcards from far-flung locations, many of which have humorous messages, saucy seaside pictures, and the odd one with the dodgy stain. There's a thumbs up around the room as the producer turns his big knob to the vertical. The end glows red, and a voice can be heard. Your mics are live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and truckers, and everyone else that doesn't fall into the other categories. This is Hutton Orbital Live, and I'm Dick Chafing. I'm back again. And we have a full house of news and presenters here in the studio tonight, complete with a bumper edition of the Galnet News Digest. We don't know what Commander Weatherspoon's been eating, but if that's it after he's digested it, We'd hate to be the plumber in Cubicle 3. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and we have our regular guests in the studio tonight, the delightful couple of Lou and Norma Snockers. Being this particular time of year when the pair of Snockers are in full unfettered holiday mode, there are pina coladas everywhere, donkeys with straw hats on every surface, and the copious amounts of flesh on display appear to have become mildly radioactive. So... With that mental image, we'd better get on with the headlines. Imposter appears on hot coal roster as Flossie goes into hiding. Destiny done as Double Dong comes. Sudden swelling in George's pants as Commander Kinrain drops his load. Alvin advertises for a new chauffeur after Toast Rack Gaff. As Atrus takes his eagle eye off the ball, humanity loses a few wickets. Legal eagles descend on Hudden as Mug Spat erupts. Hot news from the hot pit as the BGS gets all sweaty. And a week after Boom, we find out what all the other pilots will be doing this week. Progenitor Burl Weber Lale's counterpart in Colonia Space has reluctantly issued a kill-on-site warrant on one Commander Helen Lister this week for her crimes as the mistress of the criminal wing of the aptly named Brian's Thugs. Hutton's boffins have been poring over the records to see if they can find any mention of this notorious criminal, but all they have been able to determine so far is that she is to be feared far and wide. Her reign of terror began at the beginning of the second bubble, known to most as Colonia, 
and her modus operandi includes toasting victims in nearby star coronas, jamming their ships in reverse, and interdicting them up before stealing all of their fuel. An elite combat pilot, Lister is to be avoided at all costs if you're in the colonial area. As luck would have it, that's also the registered name listed against our very own Flossie, who denies being involved in any way in any crime sprees, her naughtiest acts in this life being limited to reading out lines from Docker scripts in front of a live audience. We'd like to take this opportunity to reassure all pilots that if they're interdicted by the notorious Helen Lister, it's not Flossie. Just one of the billions upon billions of other pilots out there. Just one that shares a name with her. No resemblance at all. Definitely no hamsters, no gin fixation, and no stories about that one time she was a tail gunner in a World War II Lancaster. Uh, a sort of negafloss. The Doncum Green Party, formed from a splinter group of commanders from early Hutton days, has hailed its success in a second system this week. They've penetrated the system defences at Kaima and brought the joy of the Doncum Green Paste to the aptly named Arty Yuck Inn station. We contacted Doncum's ambassador for further information on their ambitions. We're open for a threesome in the near future and iron up any systems nearby with suitably suggestive names. The hag hole might be a bit far-fetched for us, but we'd love to spread a little Doncum love there. He was promptly arrested for offending public morals and wearing a mankini in public. With concerns over data drops having a lowered influence effect, Let's try that one again, I'm pretty sure I was told there were no tongue twisters in tonight's performance. But with concerns over data drops having a lowered influence effect at the moment, pilots have taken a little more casual approach to dropping their load, preferring to leave it wherever they first dock for fear of pirates liberating them from their lorry loads of long-range scans. Commander Kinrain, regular visitor to Hutton Space, is one such pilot. On returning with over 80 million credits and data, he made for the hub of industry that is Zamka in George's pants, and unloaded the lot into the pants. The resulting swelling, with the rest of Hutton Space wallowing in the mid-ranges, brought a tear to the eye of the Major General, and more than a little bit embarrassing tittering amongst the custodian team. Ships have been dispatched to bring the swelling back under control before things all go off in the pants, and we end up progressing from an awkward swelling to a fully-fledged expansion. This is a reminder for any Hutton pilots inbound to the bubble, keep the pants under control and whatever you do, stay away from the naughty step. Our glorious and ever-so-fluffy leader has this week started advertising for a new head of canine transportation and biscuit treat distribution. After his previous aide-de-camp, one Commander Snoz ended up in the nearest penal unit after his fifth toast-track speeding incident in five months. In a hurry to do his master's bidding, Commander Snoz slotted his dolphin into the rack at twice the accepted speed, careening off into an outgoing asp and ricocheting into an enormous python that was also trying to make a dignified entry. Police immediately impounded his dolphin and are investigating whether diplomatic immunity is actually valid in the year 3304. In the meantime, Alvin has hired him a good lawyer and told him to plead insanity.
with Commander Atrus 5060 on an experimental voyage to follow the Thargoids into Witch Base. This week we have Out Thargoid Thursday update. We have our Thurg. <sighs> this week we have our Thargoid Thursday update from Commander Star Beaver. This communication to Overseer Glatini Fang, the arch nemesis of the Thargoids, was intercepted by the Hutton Orbital Listening Post earlier today. From Star Beaver to Overseer Gluttony Fang. Subject Eagle Eye Report Week 21, the 26th of July 3304. Unfortunately, this week, both Preus Terminal, Dijan System, and Zudok, Zudov Hub, our MK6 system, were both attacked. Rescue operations have begun in both systems as of half past four VST, Varati Standard Time. Eagle Eye has revealed to us this week that the Thargoids are interested in a few systems. The targeted stations should be given priority. Those are Plucker Enterprise and the Dan Hopi system, 1,900 what? 199 light seconds from the star, and land Steiner Orbital in the box system, 931 light seconds. The Aegis megaships are currently in Triton, 223 light seconds from Starfall, and Gree, 6 light seconds from Starfall. From Commander Starbeaver, XOXO. Truckers who wish to profit from the situation can truck basic medicines. These are currently going for about 5k per ton at the rescue ships and at Zudov Hub can be sold for almost 10k per ton. The Vanguard can be found in Triton and the Acropolis can be found in Gree and only 6 light seconds from arrival. You can find massacre missions at both up until next Tuesday. Turning in combat bonds little and often is the most effective way to prevent station attacks. A slime of lawyers, uh, that is the collective noun, isn't it, arrived at Hutton today after a series of rather obtuse and vexatious... I'm going to start again. A slime of lawyers, which is the collective noun, it really is, arrived at Hutton today after a series of rather obtuse and vexatious legal claims landed at the orbital, requesting an immediate cease and desist on the sale of the item henceforth and hitherto referred to as the mug. The objecting party, forthwith known as Brubin Holdings, appears to have obtained the intellectual property rights to a number of items from the early career of the Master of Barnard Star Dockers, and, we understand, without his active consent, are attempting to enforce ownership of the mug. It claims that early on in 3301, Mr. Brubin invented the mug, and furthermore became known for his trademark, but not trademarked, throwing of the mug at his team on a regular basis, and as such should receive royalties from each and every mug sold in the galaxy. Hutton's lawyers are preparing a firm case to rebut the trolling from this shell company, finding evidence of mugs from as far afield as the ancient ruins in Egypt, Guardian sites, and even aboard generation ships that far predate the creation of the Barnard Star Dockers. There are even rumours that mugs are to be found on the long-lost bio-tapestry. In a second communique, the holding firm have offered to cease all galactic legal proceedings should the Hutton mug, over which it claims ownership, be renamed as a scrap metal cylindrical liquid container with handle. 
Either that or pay them a 40% share of the profits from all mugs sold to date. Hutton's lead economist promptly investigated and by her calculations determined that the losses made on Hutton mugs amount to several billion credits and as such has sent them a very large cheque with a minus number on it which could easily be interpreted as a huge invoice. Be reassured, Hutton mugs are the original invention of the mysterious Mugsy, an urban artist, part-time welder and ship salvage technician. No one knows his true identity, but we have it on reliable authority from his agent that he hasn't ever been to Barnard's Star. It's election time. The people of Wolf 359 are being asked to choose, and we're asking them to not choose Alvin. Although this may come as a shock, this is part of Operation Wolf, a long-term plan to make the system more stable and get rid of those pesky lockdowns. Because what good is a system to a trucker if the markets are closed? So please steer clear of Wolf 359, and if you happen to find yourself there, because apparently misjumps happen in this version, not just the original Elite. I'm looking at you, Antarius Fusion. Please only take missions for Union of Wolf 359 Labour. As always, election means that no pew-pew actions count, so missions, passengers and trade are what's needed. Except in Wolf 359. Please focus on Luton instead, where we're currently in second place. Then LP532-81, where we've been dropping steadily. Then Epsilon Indy and Ross671, where we're a bit too close to the nearest faction for comfort. Elsewhere, please look at the influence levels and push our systems that are currently below 40% up towards the 50% mark, unless that system is Wolf 359. Finally, don't do any work in Wolf 359. Over in Colonia, it's fairly straightforward. It's boom time, so get trucking, like the trucking filthy truckers you are, and get rich. Missions, passengers and bounties are also going to help. Just keep an eye on the numbers and try and stay in that 40-60% to 60 zone. As always, if you have any data in Colonia, please check with Hampy, as Mindwife nipped out to the pub for a pint and hasn't made it back yet. And in the bubble, ask Graham NK, Overlight or Deadmeat GF. Please don't do what Commander Kinrain did and just dump it where you feel like it. Norma, my dear, what do you have for us? Thanks, Lou Dearest. This week we have a mining CG to assist the Alliance to build an Ocellus starport between the core systems and the California Nebula and an accompanying bounty hunting CG to protect pilots delivering materials ensuring that they can do so safely. I also have a full list of mug winners from the recent CG where all the top 10 commanders were filled by Hutton truckers in the boom team. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. That was awesome. Yes, thank you. Okay, it's really, really hot. Hot everywhere. Boom are hot, IDA are hot, hot pits are hot, even the hot shit is hot. We're so hot, 
Well, we just want to sing along, you to sing along with us about how hot we are and uh, how much we want to go fishing or go sailing in the sea. We're always happy. So Life's for living. It's not that one. That's our philosophy. It's not that one. I should keep my clothes on. Yeah, keep your clothes on for this one. Oh, oh that, 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 yeah, that was awesome. Well, you know, it's only right that we've got some summertime tunes with the, the ridiculous heat that I've experienced over the last week. I don't, do you not think he maybe needs, you know, of updating that song? Here the summertime when your crack hole is wet and you cannot move without breaking a sweat. In the summer, I can uh, I can quite happily script one for you to sing, or you can, and I'll try and sing it. <laughs> I warn you now, you've you've heard Cecil singing. I'm even worse. Oh no, I'm I'm now nursing nursing a particularly sore foot today from uh, uh, discovering the quickest what, way. Kicking the tech monkey up the arse for smashing your house. No, well you know we, obviously today we've been really busy because as we all know, tech monkey is world class at destroying bathrooms and taking buildings to bits. Um, it just takes a wee while longer to put them back together again. So, how's it looking though? While you're away, because you were away, was it the Soul Tire Soul Tour went on uh, for the last week? Yeah, we uh, were. As you went on a tour of places further south in Scotland. Hotter and yeah, hotter and slightly more miserable um, drivers. Honestly, anyway. So yeah, we went down to Wimbledon for a meeting with uh, Susie's big licenser. Her first time seeing them in. Crikey. In fact, no, it was our first time meeting these big you, owners. Susie needs a licence? Yeah, Mr and Mrs S. Um, yeah, while we were down, they were having a discuss about, you know, where we were bringing out this nice new thing. It's like a, oh, what did you call it? It's It goes on the top end of a, um, a bell that you ring. Right, so no, the bottom end's the clapper. Yeah, it's, a, it's, this, it's more the sort of, it's the other, it's the other end of the bell. Well, the the knob, the bell end, yeah. That that so that's the one. So that bell end, um, we had a design for, but then we kind of found, that unfortunately, that there is a company out there in the UK that holds the rights to being bell ends, um, and they shut us down really quickly. It seems to be a week for that, doesn't it? Yeah. So unfortunately. Uh, we yeah we, we can't bring you uh, our bell ends um, the bell ends are taken all bell endery has been reserved by a certain uh, UK company who who basically don't want anyone else to be bell ends that's their job and they're protecting it so you've been warned but that's what we found out when we were down there um, other cool stuff uh, I found that um, my wife has. Uh, the ability to pick the most expensive wallpaper known to man just by looking at it. If she uses the words, I really like that, you can guarantee it's over £565 per roll. <laughs> Gold plated. <laughs> right. I mean, is, is that the ivory and rhino horn special this that's is banned in many countries? Trying to find a replacement for the £170 one that we didn't, you know, we thought, oh, that's a bit expensive. We can't really spend £700 to, 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 to wallpaper one wall. Well, is, is every single roll hand drawn by, by <laughs> virgins somewhere in, oh, God knows where, somewhere expensive? But it was, it was, it was brilliant. It? And um, yeah, it, Susie just has or, these. Sorry, Eric. Or is it that Willy Wonka wallpaper? Oh, the lickable the kind. Like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, to be honest, I didn't lick it. I mean, it could be the world's <laughs> most expensive fucking stamp. 
Um, but she's got, you know, that's her taste, and, and she picks them. My God, she can pick them. So that one's not. Well, she picked you. Going. I mean, that, that tells you something, doesn't it? Yeah, but I was in the bargain bin, so yeah, I don't understand where this expensive taste has come from. She doesn't get it from me. Anyway, Simuf and our dear friend Andy Reese have done the most amazing job ever. It is spectacular, the the wallpapering, the painting. Uh, the the downlighters that trap your fingers when you go near them? Yeah, it's it's looking fantastic, it really is. Um, of course, it's the Glasgow Pizza Meet this weekend, so I believe I might well be seeing Bicky, so Bicky will be able to have a wee quick look around and see the hand. What, is that Bicky on the bike? It is Bicky on the bike. Because Bicky, Bicky on the bike had to. Well, no, he was he was he was talking this week about um, uh, how how fast. Um, what's, it, what's he what's he call his um, normal four wheel transport? Susan or something or Emma mm. or I can't remember. And, and and it guzzles fuel, so he switched to a moped, I think. And he's now Bicky on a bike on his moped. Bicky on a bike. The other thing was we, today we were putting a special heat film onto the windows, and yeah, it's great. I found the fastest way to collapse those little um you know those little footstools that you can you get the collapsing ones it's just stand on them <laughs> you put your foot in it no no i was standing on it and we'd done we'd you know we'd put up quite some of the one of the high uh the sort of high level uh, top of the door uh films and got it all beautifully in place and then then my footstool seemed to just explode in all kinds of directions, sending me straight down onto the floor, a whole six inches. And that must have surprised you somewhat, and um, caused some, yeah, you know, the air to turn well, blue. You know, obviously, Simon si- Tech Monkey was uh, clearly, clearly concerned. I mean, uh, as I say, there's there's a lot of Scottish slang that we use, but one of the most sort of common uh, Scottish slangs for, uh, oh, are you okay? Uh, translators, ah, you fat bastards. It's Gaelic. Yeah, yeah, it's Gaelic. Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> remi- reminds, reminds me of that time that Stabler tried killing me in his garden. Uh, the other Stabler. Um, the, uh, not, not John. His, his brother, the Unstabler. Yes, well, the Unstabler had an unstable chair in his garden. Did much the same when we were, went around there for a barbecue in the early days of, oh, it must have been Alpha time or when I was taking pictures with him. And we were sort of gaming and looking at, you know, photographs and all sorts uh, in, in Elite Dangerous and um, went out into the garden for a sit down, at which point everybody sat down and I sat on one of his garden chairs, at which point it tried to eat me. <laughs> and yes, they called me a fat bastard as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously a universal phrase then. It must mean, you know, oh, I do wish you well and hope that you haven't hurt yourself too much. Yeah, well, they then set their cat on me, which tried to unscrew my head with its claws. Jeez. Jeez, is there anything important we're meant to be talking about now? Oh, there's all sorts of stuff going on, but um, what have you been up to this week, though, other than, other than you know, you went down to there, but it was driving, lots of driving, lots of driving, and then you had your meeting, yep. and then you drove back, or did you have any fun while you were we, there? We did not do, we did not do anything in particular, um, other than just, because it really was a mission in seeing how well Suzanne could tolerate the travel, and we found that you know we maybe pushed day one a bit much past her tolerance level, but she actually. But did did you did she send you to the nearest station to go and get her some I don't know um, consumer parts or gold or something like most passengers do? No, we did nothing. We did nothing spectacular down there. We just enjoyed our time, had some meals, and then got our arses out of Dodge and did the sort of three day journey 
on the way home and got back here. You did learn something important, you told me. You, you learned something very important about really nice hotels. They're shit. Yeah, the they really are. nice ones are all shit, and the best ones were the shit ones. Yeah. Essentially, I have never, ever said... In, in many of the restaurants that I've been in, and, and you know, if you've come up to Glasgow, then we've probably done quite a few together, and in no restaurants have I ever seen the look that this woman gave us at breakfast when she brought a dish to our table after we'd all finished and stood there handing it to us and we went, no, 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 that, that's not for us. We did not order that. We've, we've finished breakfast. The look this woman gave us was, is, is almost like, <laughs> why, why, why aren't you taking this food? You, this is your number. This is for your table. And you're like, no, it's not for us. Then she goes to her supervisor and they can hear the conversation. She tells the supervisor the table number. They point at our table. We look at them like, that's not for us. We finished our breakfast. Thank you very much. And they still have this look of thunder. I have never seen such miserable stuff in my life. So much so that when Bewilderbeast came down for a pint, the whole place emptied around us. I don't know what that was about, but you know, we were having a couple of years, and it turned out that you know they started shutting everything down, including going as far as turning off the lift, which, after pointing out to the duty manager, was a considerable concern for me, seeing as they'd stuck us on the second floor, and that my wife would then be trapped in their hotel. And uh, they suddenly went, "Oh well, we're going to get it repaired. It should be repaired tonight or tomorrow morning." At which point, I thought, "You've just turned that off because you don't want us making noise," and we're Oh, anyway, the dog food snacks I, were good. I have a theory about your breakfast, Grant. Do you? Yeah, she probably lost a bet saying, I bet that guy over there will eat two breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, if it had been me, I would have done. Yeah, so yeah, just keep bringing See, them. It, <laughs> That's for my table too. <laughs> I thought you were going with a, a, this is how fancy it was, which she was bringing you was not more food, but... It was one of those hot napkins. So you yes. Clean I, well, your hands. It was, if it was a posh place, it was probably a taster menu. Just well, one of everything it was in a, small doses. It was a poached egg on a brioche um, slice with avocado and chili flakes with a little tomato and onion relish. It was very nice. That That's what she was trying to give us. I already had the brioche French toast, which was stunning with two slices of bacon on top and covered in maple syrup. Um, the food quality, average. The hotel had McLarens drying into it, it had Ferraris, it had uh, all kinds of Rolls-Royce classic cars. Uh, so a, a travel lodge then, yeah? It's a massive hotel, really beautiful grounds, horrible, woeful service. Uh, you, you, you want to talk to me about the woeful Well, you've probably read all about the woeful service that Mike and I get at the usual places that we, we frequent when we, we're out and about. Um, when we end up making the the bar staff cry by being mean to them. Yeah, I mean, I think you know you you do expect, and maybe maybe we've been spoiled by the kind of level of good service that we've had. But whenever we've had people up, um, yourself, you, David, and uh, we've had uh, Crakey, we've had Hanky, Winard, um, Skip Rat, Skip Rat, and, and you get kind of used to staff that actually like to talk to you and have a giggle or, or, or give it give a shit i think is the phrase yeah but or at least fake giving a shit exactly just you know you know the people that pass the time of day and have a joke with you and, or a chat and and you kind of strike up a rapport 
Oh, and every single well, you can forgive you can forgive you know the, the the chef's you know lack of ability to cook a steak when the staff are actually a good laugh. Yeah, because service is almost more important than the quality of the food as long as the food's not growing hair and got rats on it. Uh, it was just it was really bizarre, um, disappointing, but you know for the price of that hotel, we could have stayed at the travel lodge and actually had an absolute. Well, in fact, to be honest, Susie was um, her conditions for this journey was it was only got to be posh hotels, uh, something she now regrets because Simon's Premier Lodge or Premier Inn that we went to was the best hotel out of the lot of them. Oh, we've got a couple of urgent messages from uh, Snoz coming through. Apparently, somebody called Alice in London was really enjoyable, and um, oh no, he's talking about um, a pub. Alice. Uh, who the fuck is Alice? <laughs> <laughs> line them up. Well done, Mike. Thank you very much. And yes, apparently Nando's and the rats and the hairy thing. No, there, there were no rats or hairy things on the Nando's one. We won't mention them. Um, yeah, we won't just, mention just, just another thing. Um, if Frankie and Benny's, is that an American chain? Yeah. Oh, isn't it a fake, mm. fake American fuck. chain? No. <laughs> well, I've never heard of it. Have a so it's not in the South. Fucking word with them if you, you know, as a US ambassador, have a word. Tell them to shut down. Could you could you could you please sort of uh, record this bit um, and I'll send it to my wife because whenever we want to go out for one of our quiet evenings when Henry's not here, she says, "Oh, let's go to Frankie and Benny's," and I have to sit through it. It's rubbish. There's nothing nice about it at all. They put them in the arsehole ends of the world and they serve arsehole food. What are you saying about where I live? I, I'm recording this. I'm giving this to Sarah. That's fine. You've just backed me up. <laughs> Yay. I think I'm going to be confined to the sofa for the next month. Well, you see, this is the thing. Uh, again, I say, you, I always like to sort of share the high plaudits for where they're deserved. And the hotel, one of the big things in the hotel menu that I looked at, there was cock crab, which I never had the balls, literally, to cock try. Cock crab? Cock crab. But the thing that interested me was a £28 steak. And I'm thinking, £28? Jeez, that's a big one. Um, no, it was a £28 cost steak. And I thought, it must be good. You know, it's a high-end hotel. It's got to be done beautifully. Distinctly okay. average. I had to look up Frankie and Benny's. It sure it, they their little tagline says New York Italian restaurant and bar. Um, it's a it's a that's their theme though. Their headquarters is in London. They don't have any in America. So damn it, go send Pearson to to talk to him. Oh my God, <laughs> he's closer. I'll ask him for the the address of their headquarters in New York uh, next time I uh, yeah next time I'm in there. Well, you know the th one of the things again they're not in New York. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yes, I'm going to ask him. I want to know. I want to know where to find Frankie and Benny. Right? I want to go and have a word with them. It's it's one of those things though, Buck, where you know the the things that you if you're going to do an American theme, do you have the the wonderful, beautiful sort of uh, what would you call them? Um, the sort of restaurant stools at the bar, and you'd have the, those wonderful sort of vinyl booths and uh, bright lights and. Um, unless you've been to the rib restaurant that I, I loved and frequented when I was in Atlanta, you're, you're thinking you like have a hard rock and here. stuff. Yeah, you, you kind of high-end um, '60s kind of '70s style um, Coke bar or coffee bar or whatever you want to call them. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. The word the word evades me, but you know that that's the hard the, rock's good. Yeah, the kind of thing that you'd expect to see. And the other thing that you should import is you know good food. And then the third thing that's absolutely critical is the American style of service, which is second to none. It's the best you can get in the oh, world. 
I'm going to disagree with you on that one, but that's a oh, different story for another day. I don't know. We get pampered over here. I don't get as pampered over there when I'm in Europe. And, of course, you know, I was there last month for two weeks. Um, although we did get very good service. But we yeah, did you, not you, get you went to mainland to. Europe, not the bit that's just ejecting itself from Europe. Uh, we went to lots of little bits that ejected itself, like the UK, as you know, <laughs> and uh, even Iceland. Iceland. Anyway, oh, we've got another important message coming through from Mike. Apparently, um, his moon is going to be prominent in the night sky. Oh. oh, hang on, that's not quite right. Oh, right, okay, I understand now. But Mike, Mike's, uh, Mike's talking about a lunar eclipse tomorrow evening, with um, Mars in opposition with the Moon next week, and prominent in the night sky to the east of the Moon at the moment. And there's going to be lots of water falling out the sky to cool us down. Thank you, Mike. Oh, can, can the I just, water's falling from can Mars. I, can I just say, because when I mentioned poached egg, um, Mike asked if I had to wait long for it. Um, fuck off, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> We're not pulling any punches on this week's show. <laughs> no, anyway, we're back. There was, a, there, there was a live stream. Did anybody here catch the live stream? Dead Meat. Hello. Did you catch the live stream? I'm afraid not, no. Uh, Flossie, did you catch the live stream? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, well, I started all I know watching it, but... Is a, apparently it was a live stream about telling everybody how to fight Thargoids. No one asked me. All I saw was oh. them sitting choosing the ships. Oh, this is boring, I tell you. Buck. Yeah, I, Buck. I heard Wotherspoon was watching it, so we didn't have to. <laughs> Buck. Yeah. Did you try Frankie and Benny's? No, I've never heard of it. We're going to have to, next time you're over in Europe, we're going to have to take you to a fake American diner. Just, just for fun. There's actually a really good one down in Brighton. It's not a Frankie and Benny's, it's a fake American diner, but it's down on the waterfront in Brighton. But that's the only one I've found that's even close to a, a proper US diner. You're going to have to follow it up with some awesome beer at a proper pub then <laughs> we've got a, we've got a sort of scottish themed restaurant up here it's it's called jockeys and deep fried everything <laughs> <laughs> stay away from that crap that live stream then apparently the entire live stream was all about how to kit out your ship for killing Thargoids, and then they launched to go and kill Thargoids, and apparently the SDC turned up and blew them up, which is fairly standard for a Frontier live stream. Yeah, the dead, the dead <laughs> swear. So when you've, equipped, when you've equipped your ship for killing Thargoids, you're pretty useless against anything dangerous. <laughs> there you go. Well, we missed it. Um, I'll learn one of these days. Yeah, and oh, what else have we got in the uh, the news for the talky bits this week? Um, something about Lou. Oh yeah, Lou, 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 Lou. Um, should we be working in Wall Three Five Nine? I'd probably rather you didn't. Okay. The the basic thing is the recent lockdowns and other negative states that we get are caused by Wolf Three Five Nine. And well, there's there's two actually, aren't there? There's Vert's progress over there. And yep. there's also um, oh, Velho Keep, there you go, in Wise 08550714, both of which yeah. are these planetary bases you can't land at. And then all the people trying to get federal ranking go to Sol and go, oh, give me some missions, Sol, you're federal. And they go, yes, bugger off to Hutton Space and ruin their day. Yes, I think that's Washington about it, isn't it? Mostly. So there's a mission, Wolf 359, we're actually trying to temporarily lose Wolf 359. Dun, dun, dun. And we have to lose yeah. three times? 
I think it's, yeah, so I think we're going. We're about to lose the first one. Uh, yeah, so we have to lose the more. system, and then lose the other station, and then we have to lose yep. the thing we don't want, and then we have to get back the system, and then get back the other station. That is right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we're deliberately trying to lose a lot, but we don't want to lose so much we drop lots. We just want to lose to these one guys. Yes, there's a very, very, very careful planning going on, hence the request to stay out, because it's very difficult to explain exactly what needs doing to lots of people, so it's easier to let the operation work. Just, yeah, just, just, will 359 don't do it? No! That's what you say. Says no. Will 359, mate? Nah. That's where the Don lives, mate, isn't it? Yeah, don't go there. Nah, drop it no, around the go, back. Don't go there, mate, yeah. Drop it around the back. And then also, we've also got other news, other stuff coming up. Well, there's some uh, fancy pants princess wedding, isn't there? Oh, yeah. It's the one with the American football at the wedding reception. Yes. It's on the Saturday of the 25th of August, we've got... The last day of Gamescom. Well, yeah, I think she's getting married then because nobody's going to be um, paying attention and therefore can't protest. The Marge Simpson wannabe herself is finding her very own Homer and tying the knot in a very special organ. There'll and be there are the ball worms. There's definitely always ball worms. There'll be fingering of the ring, and that's just the reception. Yes, Duval is getting married on the 25th of August. There you go. There we go. Just to some dastardly federal character called Brian. Okay, and so Gamescom's also on, which is in America, isn't it? It's not over here, it's over there. Oh, we should go over to Buck and find out what's going on at Gamescom. Buck. What? I'm looking at the menu for Frankie and Betty. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is a New York barbecue? That's the most oxymoronic... BS I've ever heard. No, that's that's a roadkill grill. That's over at one of the um the you know the uh the gratings in the ground, you know, on a hot day. Oh, it's good to be back. Back, buck, buck, back. Oh, wish I hadn't got me So yeah, uh, game Gamescom is is a games convention over in America and uh, apparently Frontier are holding a party while it's on. There were tickets, but they've given them out to everybody already and their private gig. So I think one or two of the community team are going to be buggering off to America and there's going to be an announcement. Well, no, sorry. They've not said there's going to be an announcement. The entire community said, oh, there's going to be an announcement, which means when there isn't, there's going to be a riot. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. And then, of course, our dear friend uh, Dan is running his fantastic on at the beginning of September so you've only got a month to get your tickets sorted and your lodgings if you're going to stay down there and be part of what was it he calls it the most diverse Dan Plasticon yes science fiction convention in the UK and it's moved it's not in it's not in the guild hall anymore it's in a sports hall yes so it should be interesting and we wish him all the best as well um not just for Fantasticon, uh, but we wish Dan and his entire family uh, well. Yeah, lo- lo- lots of man hugs and um, chin up, old boy. Yep, we'll catch up with you soon. Maybe you can come on here and tell us all about Fantasticon in a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, we'll see if he's up to it and um, how he's doing. Yeah, just hope you... Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. 
Anyway, <clears throat> moving along slightly. Now, we always have a little bit of Flossie coming up next. Now, this we, we have to reassure people that the Flossie we've got in the studio, the Helen Lister we have here, is the right one, not the wrong one. Yeah, she lists the right way. Well, Backwards into not, the Not sun. the wrong way. Not the wrong way. No, wrong way's the other way. Oh, God, this is getting wrong confusing. Way. Wrong way, Lister's... <laughs> Uh, okay uh, play play run vt run vt run uh, oh yeah that thing i forgot about that this one the one that goes um that Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. Firstly, I now have the final list of mug winners for the recent CG where the Boom team excelled all expectations by filling all top 10 commanders' places. As some commanders already had mugs, their prize was passed down to the next highest ranking truckers in top 10% and the final list is as follows. Right, first was Commander Antarius Fusion who already had a mug. Second, Commander Keldwan also already had a mug. And Commander Sassaults 1977 already had a mug. Uh, Commander Farcup, Commander Simon Winnard, Commander Isley 1975, Commander Infinite Dreamer, Commander Calicrius, Commander Draxor, and Commander Simons. Uh, these all won. And the top three of top 10%. Who also won mugs are Commander Prophet Valen, Commander LDSK, and Commander Rincewin Cymru. Oh Congratulations. my god! <laughs> Congratulations to you all, and hopefully you should receive your mugs soon. No, when, you uh, bloody... Cow's picked himself off the floor. Oh, you blooming... None of you live in the blooming US or overseas. As long as you all live just around the corner, then it'll be fine. You'll get the mugs nice and soon. No, get us your addresses in as soon as you possibly can. The and addresses are in the script at the, at the end of the script. Oh, God, have you got them all? I've got them yes. All. Uh, now, oh. before you, before you send that though, um, th th you might have to contact one other commander who needs to send you a little box of something first. Oh yes, yes. Who needs who needs to know where to send his load of? I'm not gonna. We're not gonna spoil it, but no. he's gonna send you a load of something to include with those. Yes. So there will be a slight delay on these mugs, but I normally send oh. them out on a Friday, um, so they would normally go out tomorrow. But we're going to get this up so probably next week. But I will send a big tweet and a big Facebook post letting you know that they've gone out. Um, Simuf and I will get them done together and make sure that they all go out. You very, very clever, smelly, pain in the bums, taking all my mugs off me, <laughs> people. But congratulations, that is bloody amazing. And, and, and it only took three goes. Just a bloody amazing achievement. Well done, guys. Now, what this does mean is that um, we're, we're not doing the 10 for 10 mug. You've proven you can do it now. So that, that competition's now over. It's closed. So if all of you are trying to get into the top 10 this week... Uh, no, we finished, everybody. So we're going to have to come up with a new way to win mugs. We have to come up with something suitably dastardly and difficult. But um, we haven't thought of it yet. So there isn't this week a competition to win any mugs. Oh. 
Well, you know, we oh, we thought oh. it would take longer, you know. Well, yeah, we just <laughs> didn't think that they would manage it, but they did. A... Not, not that we don't have faith in the Hutton truckers and things, but and um, keep an eye on this week's newsletter. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, hint, hint. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, money and brown bags have exchanged hands. Uh-huh. No, no, vicious threats. Vicious threats. We'll send <laughs> snoz round to your offices again if you if you don't do as you're told. Oh, that's a threat. <laughs> With Alvin. Yeah, and we're going to tell people his poopy word. <laughs> oh, it's here, Alvin. Look around this exhibition over at the NEC. Isn't this like? Oh God. <laughs> Don't poop here. No, oh, no, no, no. We love you, Mike. We're going to take the mickey out of you an awful lot. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm looking at chat to see. He hasn't, um, he hasn't responded. Yeah, he hasn't responded to me telling him to, to you know, politely leave. Um, oh, no, he says he, he says he missed it. That's fine. Whew, we didn't say anything about you at no, all, Mike, at all. nor about Alvin. No, no. No. Right, so far, Flossie, we interrupted your flow there. Um, apparently, Flossie, there are some new CGs this week. What? Yes, there are. Yes. Uh, two new CGs. Uh, Alliance Initiative... Oh, Diddly Initiative. Alliance Initiative and Restoring Order in Sinufair EBRC7-5. Bounty hunting. The Alliance has announced plans to build a Nutella starport in the MEL22 sector GM-VC2-8 system to further bridge the gap between the core systems and the Alliance's outposts in the California Nebula. Alliance official Tor Van Dast issued the following statement. Our precious... Our previous initiative established a link between our outposts in the California Nebula and the Galactic Core. But to ensure the safety and well-being of travellers following the route, we need to maintain a robust programme of starport construction. The initiative is being overseen by the Turner Research Group, which has placed an open order for mined resources, osmium, samarium and coltan, to be used in the construction, and have also placed a kill order on all ships on its wanted list to allow those delivering materials for the project to do so safely. And that's all for this week's CG News. See you next week. Yay! Thank you, Flossie. Oh well, um, we we understand that he's not here in the studio, so we can say bad things about him. We understand that Mr. Wotherspoon's off to WOMAD this weekend. Does anyone know what WOMAD stands for? I don't. It's just WOMAD. Women it's good music, of multiple. <laughs> no, I'm not going there any further on that <laughs> sentence. I think we're finished. Yeah. It, it's, world, it's world music. It's it's a world music festival. I think, isn't it? Um, so he's, he's uh, yeah he's off to WOMAD this weekend and he will be spending the entire weekend standing in a field which is something I did for the last two days um, and it was horrible in Kent in a field and I was attacked by bees and ants a whole swarm of bees um, anyway and um, we've put a special tune on just for Commander Wotherspoon so we've got a little bit of world music from Ladysmith Black Mambazo and a prayer for just a little rain to make his weekend that little bit more special. Galnet News Digest, 26th of July, 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. 
In this week's news, Hieronymus detained in Guardian supremacy scandal. Federal agitators target Rochester family. Notes from the Complaints Department. Hieronymus detained in Guardian supremacy scandal. Supporters of the Church of the Eternal Void have started a public campaign to free their leader, Cardinal Hieronymus, following his arrest on public order offences this week. The Church of Eternal Void has been declared illegal due to its actions to uphold the civilised values of the Guardians in the face of unprovoked personal beliefs on the part of the Thargoid-loving deviants of the Fargod cult. The Fargod cultists have been widely reviled for being unwilling to fight back when attacked by adherents of the Way of the Eternal Void. Believing as they do that their god will soon become manifest, heralded by the arrival of the Thargoids, and that humanity will be largely wiped from the face of the galaxy in the face of his righteous anger, the Fargod cultists believe that fighting other humans is a bit pointless. By contrast, the Church of Eternal Void considers smashing the windows of Fargod cultists and burning down Fargod chapels to be a valid form of religious expression, something that now puts them at odds with civil authorities who appear to believe that damaging property even in the worthiest of causes is something that shouldn't be encouraged, and have consequently arrested a large part of the pro-Guardian church hierarchy. Juanita Bishop, an anti-Fargod campaigner and chairperson of the Free Hieronymus campaign, said it was disgusting that enemy-worshipping traitors should be encouraged by the authorities when Hieronymus is locked up on the flimsy pretext that he committed a series of criminal offences, encouraged others to commit crimes, and that he leads an outlawed organisation. A spokesperson for the Galactic Interfaith Commune, Dr Jamila Griffin, tried to make an unconvincing argument that if all the Far God cult is doing is worshipping their Far God, then no matter how weird their beliefs are, they're not actually doing anything wrong. But the Free Hieronymus campaign is having none of this liberal claptrap, and has vowed that the struggle for Guardian supremacy will continue, and that if and when Hieronymus is released, there will be rivers of blood flowing through the doors of the Far God chapels. Federal agitators target Rochester family. Concerns surrounding the implications of the forthcoming wedding of Ambassador Jordan Rochester to Imperial Fluffyhead Ashling Duval have come to a head this week, with Rochester's family besieged on all sides. Congresswoman Isolde Rochester, who also happens to be Jordan's mother, has been asked a series of questions in the House about the potential for federal loss of influence, or even territory, as a consequence of the marriage. She's also been questioned about whether the Federal Navy will gain the right to use prismatic shields. Not answering the questions directly, Congresswoman Rochester criticised conservative thinking and called upon Congress to welcome the new era of cooperation that will strengthen both the Federation and the House of Duval. 
Meanwhile, teenage student Callie Rochester, who's studying at Olympic Village on Mars and is the daughter of Jordan's elder brother Jupiter, is reported to have had anti-imperial slogans shouted at her in college. However, Jupiter Rochester is more likely to be concerned at the dramatic slide in the stock price of Core Dynamics, which has lost nearly one-fifth of its value in the past fortnight. The elder Rochester is a senior executive in the spaceship manufacturer, which supplies the majority of the Federal fleet. Investors are said to be concerned that an Imperial connection could compromise faith in Core Dynamics' integrity, which may in turn lead to the loss of military contracts. Core Dynamics received criticism five years ago for allowing Gutemaya to develop a variant of the Eagle Interceptor, a mistake which has not been repeated since. The marriage between Federal Ambassador Rochester and would-be Imperial Emperor, Ashling Duval, takes place on Emerald in Semies, on Saturday the 25th of August. It's widely believed that both Empire and Federation will make a gesture of friendship towards independent commanders in celebration of the happy event, but no details have yet been announced. Notes from the Complaints Department Galnet News has this week gained exclusive access to a selection of complaints from the future that allegedly fell through a small, but conveniently placed, time paradox vortex. The complaints appear to be addressed to the Pilots' Federation. Here's a selection of the sorts of issues that commanders may be facing in a few years' time. New water worlds are so boring, there's nothing to see. They're just airless worlds with liquids. Where's the Kraken? None of the stations have enough commodities to fill my Panther Clipper. The coffee from the machine on the crate has a slightly bitter aftertaste. Please invest in some proper coffee. I finally decided to try out the new Galactic Hyperdrive. I sold my fuel scoop back on Sol for that extra jump range, expecting to refuel once in Andromeda. But guess what? There are no stations in Andromeda, and now I'm stranded. Note to fellow explorers. Why would you only tag the supermassive black hole at the centre of each galaxy? For the love of data, don't be lazy. Scan the whole darn galaxy. I boosted out of the mail slot in my Panther Clipper, and it still didn't break the speed limit. Don't even get me started on the immersion-breaking hot cocoa synthesis. I mean, really. How can two iron and one nickel make cocoa? Help! My Kraken ate my ship. I demand a refund. It's great to be able to walk around ships, but I still can't interact with my new Thargoid wife. That's it. I've had enough. I upgraded my Beluga Mark III with the new Guardian Improbability Drive, and what did I end up with? A bowl of petunias. My cockpit cat just ripped the skirt off my Princess Ashling bobblehead and now she's naked. Please fix. Never mind. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Oh crap.
Eddie Lee Wise here. Our family-run business looks after all your sartorial needs. Whether you need something to turn your pink python purple, or you want to wrap your buns up in a nice tight flight suit, Millsburn Ken can sort you right out. He's an expert at inside leg, and my wife Barb's is a whiz with a sewing machine. Bespoke tarting for you and your ship. Visit Eddie and Sons, plus me daughters, at Lave Station. Right, sir. Cough, please. <coughs> and we... You know, that, that guy sounds familiar. You think so? Yeah, I, I don't know. He does. I think he turned up at LaveCon. That'll be it. All the best people do. Though it's when you listen to that and you realise, I, I, did, did I really read that? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, yes. It's kind of, um, yeah, it doesn't sound like you. No, that that one doesn't. I didn't. I didn't mess around with the sound on that one as well. That was. I'm. I'm, I'm quite proud of that one. Right. So we had Galnet there with. Um, yeah. Now I was telling a story during the break. There, I, I did speak over one of the bits. I didn't speak over Galnet much. Okay. Because I had one of those. Well, we're going to do the other bit in a bit, but <clears throat> I, I had a bit of a week of it. You know, you know when you're when you're working, you think you know your job really well. You know, you you're after after 21 years of doing your job, and you're, all of the things that could have cropped up in your job have cropped up. And so, I, yeah, I've got this. You know, the generator goes down and you lose all power. Yeah, I've got this. The sun's beating down. Don't worry, I've got an entire case full of, um, you know, sunscreen for all of the crew. Um, oh, it, it's going to be really hot. I know what. We've got two complete pallet loads of water for everybody. We've got this. But I didn't expect the bees. The bees? The bees, yes. So, you know, you're, you're working away at an event um, in the field somewhere, dealing with all these other problems, and all of a sudden the, the event organiser comes up to you and says, um, David, um, I, I don't suppose you can get hold of a beekeeper, can you? Um... Yeah, I probably can. Why? Um, oh, well, there's a swarm in the conference area, and they've landed on one of the speakers, and they're scaring everybody. What? You mean they're the scary kind of bees? Oh, these are the scary kind of bees, yes. They're the wrong kind of bees. Right. Okay. And, yeah, you go over the conference area, and sure enough, on one of the speaker stands, you're the kind the tech monkey keeps in his back pocket, the big speaker stands with the... What are they called? With the speaker on top. Yeah. Speakers. Speakers, that's it, yeah. Um, anyway, there's one of those, and a queen bee's clearly landed on it, and all of her friends and workers, a bit like when we do a hot event, you know, everybody sort of charges yeah. off in that direction, and it was covered in this sort of beard of bees on a speaker. And all the people who were sitting there trying to listen to a conference all about fruit were quite scared, because they buzzed really menacingly. It's kind of like so what happens I... when Flossie steps out of her front door. <laughs> it's, it's the fans. That's what it is. <laughs> Well, it, it's like Wotherspoon and his audience on um, the Galnet News Digest video feed, which everybody should be subscribed to and watching um, on YouTube. Anyway, so yeah, and, and to be honest, I'd, I'd never expect, okay, I've got to find a beekeeper. And I said, well, yeah, this is not something that can really wait, because the whole conference program is going to be held up by a queen bee. So um, we phone a beekeeper. And you would not believe how quickly beekeepers can get to places where there are bees 20 minutes later there was a beekeeper there in the full the full outfit the, the outfit the outfit you know the full hazmat suit and um yeah turn, turns up with a box 
and uh, somehow managed to stuff the queen in a box, at which point all the other bees go, oh, look, there's a box with a queen in it, and bug it off into the box, at which point the, the beekeeper runs off across the field with a swarm of bees round him and a box, and all the bees buggered off following him, and so we carried on calmly with the conference at that point, um, and went back to my keyboard to discover it had been invaded by red ants. So you're busy typing away on the keyboard as red ants start crawling up your arms. Um, that was my week. Did you um, go to Frankie and Benny's? <laughs> no, I, I, I would say I almost wish I had, but I don't, because Frankie and Belly, Benny's is worse than a swarm of bees and a plague of ants. Yeah, I was just thinking I might have I, maybe ordered the bees. Um, <laughs> right. All, all we can say to, this is from Intarius Fusion, all we can say to the bees is boo, boo bees. Indeed. Because he had to get that, you know, the reference for the theme. No, that's not the theme this week, Antarius. No. Anyway, I had to just get that in because that that was a it was, it was a good fun week. That, but just things you never thought you'd deal with. Help find me a beekeeper. Yeah, I can't think. I would, you know, is it, is it under B in the phone book? Oh, there's a whole section listed. Yes, as B. Luckily, being a fruit farm, of course, we, we had an emergency beekeeper on hand, because apparently fruit farms and bees go together. Ah. Okay. Excellent. And ants. Lots of ants. So they, they don't warn you this. On the, you, know, you, do the, you do these paperwork. You do, you do the um, risk assessments. And I've now got new things to add to the risk assessment. Are there any bees? I ate all your bees. Anyway, um, so so the next bit is um, Buck's top trucker, and and we're, we're, we're mental image here. It's, it's all hot. It's all summery. An awful lot of the world is covered in heat waves. There are forest fires north of the Arctic Circle. Uh, the UK has ground to a halt because we have weather, oh, uh, which always happens when we have weather. And uh, there's Buck in his you know convertible dolphin with his elbow out the window and his shades on and his his big hat keeping his head from getting sunburnt, with with the you know the windows wound down and the music up loud and um, uh, there's only one tune that really fit the bill there, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's got to be a bit of Fresh Prince, hasn't it? Oh well, he does like to get fresh. Uh, it's summer, summer, summer time. Why is that not working? Hold on, you guys are with, and and there you are, uh, you're back. And I, I'm getting a dirty look from Buck. From Buck. Yeah, yeah for, for, out, for outing him for borrowing a, a higher, a higher. You trip. didn't help me on. Mm. Do you I'm see? Yeah, you you're just testing out stuff. the competition. You're testing out the competition ships, aren't you? No, I'll leave that to you. So no, what would you be? What would you be flying as a drophead? You know, in an atmospheric planet with the sun out. My convertible is my Diamondback, a perfect ship for all them metrosexual types. <laughs> and if you don't get that reference, well, you need to listen to more Hutton Orbital Radio in my commercials for Lacon Spaceways. And if anybody ever doubted whether Buck was live, there's your proof. Never pre-recorded, always live, and always here with the top trucker. Has, has he got a thing too? He's got me. I got a, I got a thing. He's got. A, he's <laughs> who's, who's, who's doing, Buck, who's doing Buck's thing? Buddy. He's got a big thing. Yeah. Has he got a big is it, the guitar? Yeah. It's, it's massive. Now you're a trucker. All you gotta do. 
trucker If you can't turn a profit Then you're out of luck It's for the mother That we fly all over the space Point to two light years Crossed at a hell of a base Just turn the wheel And keep that smile on your face Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker. Well, howdy there, truckers. This is old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as one of Odie's puns. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping like them horny toads down by the creek, Commander Optiplex took in almost 38,900 light years, and he just barely beat out Commander Old Ed, who was less than 500 light years shy. Talk about a run for your money. Shooting up the bad guys and keeping Commander Remclep at bay, this week's poster boy on the dastardly Don's most hated trucker wall is Commander Atik 2 who ruined over 91 million credits worth of the pathetic Don's filthy pirates. Now that Commander Montgomery Python is semi-retired, others are able to step up to the plate. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander B.J. McKay, who was commanded by the good King Hanky to go forth and mission up with 1,131 mission points earned. Hauling cargo like a trucker oughta, Commander Keldwin stepped up to the duty before them tax embargoes take place and hauled over 170,000 tons of cargo. Congrats, Commander. Driving the Hutton High Speed Rail this week, Commander James the Fox transported and astounded 5,803 passengers around the galaxy, making this his second week in a row he done the deed. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital was held by Commander Brett Riverboat with a time of 1 hour, 25 minutes, and 46 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of July was done by Commander LDSK in 1 hour and 27 minutes even. You think you got what it takes to beat these scores? Well, download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy with a timer that lets you know exactly when Hutton Orbital News is coming on. Oh, wait, it's broken again. They sure am good with them fiddles. Yeah. I like the way he plays it with his knees. Uh, that, that's, not, that's not his leg. 
What? <laughs> I know. It's shocking, isn't it? Hairy as well. Jeez. It's enough to make your eyes water. <laughs> right. Thank, well, you. thank you very much, thank Buck, you, and your top truck. Now, if there, are, if there are any names in there, but are you keeping a log of the names you mentioned? Because, of course, if there are any names you mentioned in the top trucker that don't have Hutton decals, then they just earned themselves a Hutton decal. Oh, awesome. See, that's how to be a Hutton trucker. I got mine fitted, but I ain't got no ship controls to do. It's in for a so, service. If old Buck wants to get his mate Eric to put them in the end of this here script, we'll get them their uh, fancy decals. Their fancy decals? Or is it pronounced we'll do. aluminum? Decal. Yep, the decals. <clears throat> For those of you who don't speak Merkin. Okay, well, that's but yes, yeah, If you want to get the names in, because so anybody who wants a Hutton, Hutton decals, then yes, being in... Um, the Hutton Top Trucker is one way to get your Hutton decal if you haven't got one already. The other thing is to get nominated by a fellow trucker for lots of poop. I mean, sorry, PWP. And talking of PWP, uh, it's, it's a Top Truckerish kind of thing. Buck, have you noticed the addition to the poop this week? You can say no. He's shaking his head. Uh, well, there, there is another, 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 another Facebook thingy that's gone on, which is a special um, Hut and Poop channel, PWP channel, um, which you join if you want to just shout, hey, I'm online and I'm in this system, anybody want to wing? So we, we have a special winging up um, yeah, p player with player special group. It's linked in the pinned post and in the notifications from Commander Wotherspoon regularly and from Brett Riverboat. Um, it's not for chatter, it's not for pictures, it's not for banter. It is purely for, hi, I'm online and I need a wingman, or hi, I'm online and I fancy some multi-crew. So it is a, a little bit of a multi-crew special. It's a Hutton, and it can be found on the Hutton Facebook page. Hutton Hot Wings. Mm. Hot Wings, yes. Hot Wings Hulahan. Yeah, a bit like Hot Wheels, just with more wings and fewer wheels. Cool. So yes, good watching. Yeah. So um, have a have a look on there, and that's um, the 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 brainchild of um, Brett Riverboat, who enjoyed, and the rest of the team also enjoyed so much PWP action in the Boom Team stuff. They wanted to create a place just for, yeah, so it doesn't get lost in the morass of posts by me, and Wotherspoon. Um, somewhere to say hi, I'm online, and I need you know wing stuff going on. Anybody want to meet up? And it covers all three platforms. Much more efficient than running around your street with your arms out, going, "Does anybody want to wing?" up with me does anybody want to play with me that's going to get you arrested oh. right well you can do the link to the next tune because I sort of ran out of steam on the script here yep. you're welcome mate I just oh, your thank piece. you I just it says DC I put DC in there you see yeah, that's that. Dick Chafing. Yeah. Uh, oh, so this is the green room one. Okay. So right. this is especially for the green room. We're going down into the sweaty air conditionless cupboard where we store all the wonderful members of the Hutton Truckers that come along to listen in live. In there, sweltering and mixing sweat into a soup, the likes that no one has ever tasted. <sighs> yes, you can guess it is definitely down there. Hot. Hot and very much hot. Feeling hot, 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 hot. Far too flaming hot. Hot, hot, hot. Hello, everybody in the green room. Full of mug. Full mug. Oh, secret, secret, 
Secrets. Secrets? Secrets, that's okay. Right. What what secrets? It's when you get a message and you think I better go and read that before I say something in case I'm about to say something I'm not meant to say, but it's okay. All good. Welcome to the green room, everybody, and um, thank you for turning up tonight because it would be such a disappointment if we went, let's go down to the green room and there's nobody here. And yet, one day I know it will happen. <laughs> Cross my mind. It's because they'll all evaporate. Yeah, it'll melt. Uh, so we have quite a, a full green room, so we'll start with um, Galactic Midden then. Um, if you have something interesting to share, then do share if you don't. <laughs> Should we just move on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Midden, yeah, move on. What have you been up to? Nothing. Excellent. <laughs> That's a guilty nothing if I ever heard it. <laughs> yeah, I did nothing. It wasn't me. Move on. <laughs> For the mug. All right. Um, okay, well, it's my turn for the second one. So, Commander Psycho Cow, um, are you for the mugging or do you have anything interesting to say? Oh, God, no, I've said enough. For the mug. Oh, it's me then. Hold on. Um, this is confusing. All right, uh, Commander Simon. Hello. What have you been up to? Oh, I, I can't talk. You said Midden, and, and then have you got anything interesting to say in the same sentence? <laughs> He's been trying to remove his knuckles, I heard. Yeah, yeah. How did the uh, hand operation go? Oh man, like I was so careful, and the second last one got me right in the knuckle. I mean, just got me full on. I just the say, loaded. you don't know you're not supposed to do it by hand alone. <laughs> Why we've got tools? But Same. don't tell Grant. Two, two of them, I just took the springs out and glued them into the ceiling, so that. <laughs> So when they get hot, they're going to slowly drip down from the ceiling. Ah, that's fine. That's fine. I, I wedged them in with the electrical cables as well, so it'll be fine. Yeah, definitely no fire risks there in, in Grant's ceiling above his head. So, so, when oh. he turn, so when he turned the shower on and the toilet flushes, that's when he'll be shouting your name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I've also installed AI in his house and... Um, I was watching Demon Seed and got some inspiration about some things, so it should be interesting times. No, come Halloween, you're going to have a right laugh. <laughs> but apart from um, killing myself with DIY hell, uh, not been been on my computer that much, so uh, I'm just going to go for the mug. All right, before before we move on, Flossie, Flossie, does 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 your home AI do this? Hey, Amazon, fart. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mine does. Two, two hours it took me to teach you that. <laughs> oh, I can turn the lights on. <laughs> can you turn the lights on with a fart? Now that's that's training. <laughs> yeah, it's when you can say "Oi, Amazon," no. then fart at it, and it does something. That's even better. <laughs> Opens I windows. Can't say I've ever done that. I'm a lady, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when I saw like sound clapper for light, that's not why I imagined. <laughs> Oh, good, right. Okay, back to you, Van. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Van, what about you? Oh, um, for the mug. B with bees. Ah. <laughs> well, what's in your mug? That mug on your knee. There's nothing in my mug except bees, bees, bees. Good evening, Antarius Fusion. How are you? Good evening. Good, thank you. Awesome. Do you have anything wonderful to share with us? A wee trucker, top trucker, a little hunting trucker, tropper tracker, tracker update. 
Uh, there's things in the works. I've got some good things going on. I've been a little bit burnt out after the uh, after the marathon ultimate uh, CG from two weeks ago. The boom. Now, oh, hang yeah. on, you you've got a mug already, haven't you? I do. So you kindly donated your mug, and some lucky truckers ended up with your mug. Uh yeah, yeah. Oh well. Congratulations and thank you very much for passing that on. I'm sure there's a very happy top ten percent hunting trucker. Yeah, should be should be good. I'm glad. Uh, hopefully, we'll get somebody with that that doesn't have a mic. But two hundred twenty-two thousand two hundred twenty-two units is way too much. To all the twos, little ducks in a line. Oh, but yeah, I've been taking a break. I've been doing a couple of things with the hut house behind the scenes, and yeah, just uh, oh, also engineered a Challenger. They're great ships to fly. I recommend it to anybody. Okay. Fantastic ships. Better than the crates? Uh, yeah, they're a lot more fun than the crate. The crate looks great, you can see the lasers, but the Challenger really is be- uh, built to take a beating. Cool. Thank you for that. For the mug, Mr. Infusion. For the mug. And the next one on the list is it's appropriate I get this one, Mr. Shouty. Hello. Now, Mr. Shouty, did you finally earn yourself another Hutton mug? I did. Or a Hutton mug. You've got one already, haven't you? It's in another country. Ah, which means you've managed to replace your missing Hutton mug with a Hutton mug you can keep now. Which is the one. That's exactly what happened. Ah, well, congratulations, and I'm I'm glad you're no longer suffering with mods. Yes, the the mod syndrome is... uh... Going to go away as soon as it arrives in the post. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping you like the earlier article um, about Doncom and your uh, your expansion and your your twosome becoming a threesome sometime soon. Well, we hope so. We hope we we we, we, we want to create another system. Are you guys expanding into two ladies? Eventually. Not the hag hole then. One just just one big fat one. <laughs> well, we have we have some goals, but that's a very long term goal. Cause it's a hell of a way. And, and have you got anything to say about, um, you know, Mr. Mr. Brubin selling off some of his early inventions? Well, it, it was only a matter of time when the Hutton took, took over the system that uh, you, you, you impeded on his intellectual property, so... So you, you think there is reasonable basis for, for this vexatious and terrible legal case against Hutton? Well, there has to be. There's got to be some litigation to, to where, where, where does the mock stop? You can only, I mean, I well, can try you know, and find the details for the Bell End um, legal firms and see if they can help out. Well, we need to find Mugsy, that's what we need to do. We need to find the, the hunt for Mugsy need to go ahead. You see, that might be an idea for a future mug-winning thing, is the hunt for Mugsy. I wonder where he is. Hmm. He's, in, he's in hiding. That, that could be it, that could be a good one. I think it's in Roxler. I don't believe in it. I don't believe Raxler exists. I think it's it's a figment of it, it, it's a, it's not a figment of imagination. Raxler is a, a state of being, not a place. There you go. I heard that if you let a hot and mug loose in space, it will automatically turn its handle towards Raxler. Is that the one with the upside down handles <laughs> or the one? No, it's the left-handed ones. Ah, okay. But uh, yeah, so so uh, yeah, Mr. Shouty. Um, I mean, we did hear, hear that David Brubin would, um, you know, sell his own mother um, for a mug, but unfortunately, she's dead. Yeah, but makes it easier to ship. But you just well, her death did lead to him getting a rather large jumper factory, so he's got enough money to pursue this litigation. So it could be dragging on for quite some time. 
Well, we we, we all we all know that um, uh, he, he pays for expensive lawyers to keep uh, trouble away from him. You know. Well, until someone can pull Muggsy up as a witness. I'm yeah, and those videos didn't exist, and those payments to those ladies, they didn't happen, and, you know. Mm. Fake news. Absolutely fake news. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Shouty. <laughs> Have you got anything to add before we for the mug you? For the no, real no. Hutton mug you? No, other than to say, talk about the Yorker piece of meat thing that we're having in November. If you do want anything to do with that, it's posted on the Hutton Orbital page. And I'll take any uh, requests or any... Uh, information you want okay we'll do and obviously we're going to start publicizing that as we get a little bit closer as well to invite some more people to dress yes. up as monks monkeys yeah well no no monks speaking of legal issues that drag on um we're going to go over to dead meat gf who currently is Ooh. facing legal issues over dragging or something i know nothing of such things <laughs> How are you doing, and do you have anything wonderful to share with us tonight? I was going to for the mug, but this may or may not be wonderful, but either someone is climbing up the outside of my house and taking flash photos of me, or we are starting to have a thunderstorm. Ooh, I hope Yay. it's a pervert. Hang on a second, how far is that from where I am? Because I really need one of those right now. It's quite a way, but then... Yes, I just had a massive rumble of thunder, so we are going to get some storm, and hopefully we'll get a bit of rain relief from the uh, sun and heat. Well, you see, that song we played earlier clearly worked, the Pray for Some Rain. Apart from that, for the mug. For the mug! Thank you very much. Back to you, Van. Oh, I get to talk to Draxor. Hello, Draxor. Hello. Now, you were booming as well. I missed last week's show, so you were booming, and there was a big party down in the green room last week, and you won a mug, or were you one of the runners-up for the mug? Um, see, this is the kind of the problem that I'm, the dilemma I'm faced with. Is, yes, um, you did. Um, yeah, like, I messaged Flossie, and she said, like, have you won a mug and stuff? And I was like, well, I don't know yet, because the week before, you all said I'd won a mug for the you know, the 1,500 mugs I delivered. Yeah, so you've so, definitely already got a mug for that. There's a mug coming for that one, definitely. Right, so then this mug that I've won for Boom needs passing down and it hadn't been passed down. Well. I'd, so you I, I messaged one you, Fossey, but you had, you had no idea, so I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on now. <laughs> no, no, well, no, Draxor definitely got one for doing the... I mean, that other thing that Draxor did is definitely mug-worthy on its own. Forget the boom thing for a second, that is utterly mug-worthy. So Draxor's got one coming anyway. Should that not be so there by now? we might be able to make one more pilot a really happy person. Yep, that would be cool if that could be happen. All right. <laughs> so while we do the chitter-chatter, Flossie, you might be wanting to look down your list and see who came after um, those other ones. Yeah, we'll do. God, I'm a pin in the ass, sorry. No, not at all, not at all. I, I, I thought, I'd, the, I thought the, I'd asked you, I didn't realise it. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, um, because we hadn't, because we haven't fulfilled it. yeah, Draxor's mug yet. It's sort of, we haven't sent it out yet, but we need to. So Draxor's in mug limbo at the moment. Oh, right, I see. Right, um... <laughs> Which involves falling down the floor after too many gins and lying on your back. Yeah, and going yeah. to hospital. <laughs> yeah, did you find out if the Smurf was okay afterwards? No, he wasn't. Oh, no. Oh, he, dear, he, all that blue. He had a bit of ligma. 
Oh, no. Oh, well. Um, so, but no hospital visits this week? No, none this week. Oh, that's good. But the week is still young. So, it <laughs> is. Yes, there's a few more days left of, of weekend barbecuing and thunderstorms. God, I wish. I missed the thunderstorm that was supposed to happen. Apparently it was torrential. But, so yep. where were you when this was happening? Um, I was at home. Simon was driving home from work. It got really dark. Simon texted me saying it was pissing it down and it was thunder and lightning. Very, very frightening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just completely blew past me. So I've just had to sweat it out all day. Got it. So oh. yeah, dead me. Um, you're going to get lucky with your storm. <laughs> Okay, and do you have anything else you want to add to the green room chat, or are you for the mugging? It's just a for the mug from me. Thank you very much. Flossie! I know we've kind of spoken to you. I'm under attack. I didn't realise. I'll flip. (laughs) Yay, we're going to win. Somebody rescue Flossie. Yeah, we need. I'm jumping away from him. I'm jumping away from him. Well, What's his it. name? We need this NPC's name so we can hunt him like the dog he is. Andrew Waller. Andrew Waller, you bastard. Yeah. In Colonia. <laughs> yeah. You filthy, oh, filthy No, he's obviously hunting the other one, you know? He's got confused. We yeah, said probably. it's Flossie, <laughs> not Helen Lister. Honestly. <laughs> right, where was I? <laughs> uh, well... Yeah, this last week I've been um, engineering my... Sh- oh, not again. In a sec. He's come trying it. To- oh, flipping heck. The persistence. I think she's here at planet again, I should. Got- I didn't realise about the first interdiction. I've gone and submitted again. Oh, for goodness sake. I'm out of t- practice. Run away! He's going to attack again, isn't he? And keep doing it until I... Win an interdiction. Oh, high wake, high wake. I'm on my way to a station. <laughs> well, just drop some mines and tell him to bugger off. I'm oh. going to the. Right, oh, you're I'm not, back in subcruise, right. Um, I'll just have to uh, make sure I win the interdiction thing next time. Well, should, right. should we come back to you, Flossie, so we don't distract <laughs> you any further and end up with you dead in Colonia? Uh, I should be. I should be alright, I think. Um, yeah, so I did my engineering last week and I made my way back up here um, Sunday night and Monday Monday evening. Finally got back late on Monday night, I think it was, and discovered how much it costs to get things ferried up here. So now I'm doing missions like nobody's business <laughs> to raise the credits. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh well. We... When it costs about thirty million credits to trans, trans- transport a was it a power thing? <laughs> well, I I hope um you know we're not going to try and distract you and cost you any rebuys because it says that you can ill afford a rebuy. <laughs> Actually, I should be alright. Um, my rebuy is oh, it's only three million, and I've got hundred and sixty-eight. So that's not. So- yeah, you're doing fine, you're doing fine. Yeah, I should be alright. We'll check in with you next week, we'll find out anyway. Is there anything else you want to, <laughs> anything you want to share before we move on? Um, can't think of anything else at the moment. Awesome, well. So, follow the mug. Follow the mug. And we're going to lean into the Lenin. Lenin, good Hello. evening. Good evening. 
And are you doing anything interesting or just for the mugging or have anything to add to this evening's show? Ah, oh, there has been a shit week full of work, so just for the mug for me. Okay. All right. Well, now it is time for Pun of the Week. Good evening, Odimon Poo. Oh, he's not here. <laughs> what a disappointment. A big build-up like that and you're not there. I am here. <laughs> I know you are, I know you How are you doing, Odie? Doing okay. Excellent. How are, how are so tricks? So, what's a happy bumblebee's blood type? A happy... Oh, I know. What's a happy bumblebee's blood type? Go on. Be positive. Ugh. <laughs> I got that one. Ugh. Remember, when you cross a doorbell and a bee, you wind up with a humdinger. <laughs> See, that was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Alright, Odie, what have you brought to this week? Have you got, have you got another pun? Uh, let's see. No, no, I didn't want you to look. <laughs> uh, you know, to write with a broken pencil is pointless. It is. Did you hear about the constipated account accountant? He worked it out with a pencil. There we go. And, and what do you call a cow with two legs? Oh, Sorry, move. Cyber. Grant. Lean beef. Oh, dear. What do you call a cow with no legs? Anything you want. Ground beef. Ground beef. Oh, God. And what do you call a cow that still stands? High stakes. <laughs> and that's all for the week. For the mug! We're, we're, we're losing our listener. No, we lost him months and months and months ago. Well, thank you very much, Odimon crew. And next on the list is our intrepid pilot himself, the Pillbox. Hello. What you're flying, where you're flying, and what you're up to. Uh, I was mixing around tonight, actually. I was flying Cobra earlier. Uh, I was just trying to head back to Alpha Centauri. But it's a new account. Well, it's actually an old account, but I don't play that much. So it's very poor. And so I was just trying to get some runs on the way back to Alpha Centauri. I haven't really been up to much, to be honest with you. Just work. Hot, sweaty, betty. And that's about it. So okay, why do you sound like you're at the edge of a racetrack? It's probably because I've got a fan blowing on me. Ah, no, it sounds like no, motorbikes doing no. stunts around you. Fun, fans, oh. fans do not go... Oh, okay, I've got my headphones on. So that's, yeah, okay, it's probably some nuts. Oh, this has been going on the last couple of weeks, seriously. We've had motorbikes all night long, just being crazy. I think it's the heat and everyone's just going nuts. I think Pillbox has got a fun way to a Kawasaki. How much reverb do I need to sound like I'm coming from behind Pillbox in his house? <laughs> Coming from behind. Put your clothes on. Yes, well, now, do we do we know anybody else here in the green room who drives motorbikes? I've been I hit by to. I've been hit by them. They can't. But no, nobody nobody else in here is a, a biker at all. Over like this. I am. I've got Would a moped. I need to know this. Would you? Did I use on purpose? Sorry. Was he accidental or on purpose? I was asking Bill about. <laughs> 
Ah, right, okay. Well, no, the only reason I asked about the motorbikes is, well, actually, no, because Overlight does drive motorbikes, doesn't he? Yes. I think he drives them for a living. I think he's probably chasing Snoz down at the moment with some blue lights flashing. Maybe they, maybe that's who just went past. It could have been, yeah. It's not likely, but it could have been. Let's just say it was. Yeah, <laughs> we, we pretend that was Overlight buzzing your house. For the mug. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Billbox. Commander Simmons, how are you? Good evening. I'm fine. Do you like cinnamon? Not, not really, no. Have you ever eaten at Frankie and Benny's? No, we've got one in Hull, though. But no, I've, I've heard some bad stories about it. Yeah. You were listening tonight? Yeah, all true. <laughs> Can I just say, I think Frankie and Billy sound perfectly American. Shit food served by shit people in a shit restaurant. It's perfect. That's 90% of American fast food joints. And as if um, they were industrial estate, so that don't really make a lot of sense, really. Shouldn't it be Frankie and Denny's? So there's plenty of bloody bins for you to go and dump your guts in after you've finished eating? Yeah, most likely. Alright, uh, what else have you been up to? Because I'm derailing you. Um. Bit burnt out by the boom, so I've played a bit of Stationers this week. What? 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 Sorry. I know. What? Sacrilege. What? That's it. I'm getting you but, dinner but, reservations for jockeys and bobies. I'm back in the commander's chair tonight, doing some missions in the com. For the com, okay. <laughs> and finally. In the green room, we have the big Waz down the bottom. Just a quick one for the mug, and that's it for tonight. Oh, thank you, Waz. Hope you're well. Rock and roll. Excellent. Oh, well, thank you very much, everybody. That's you're a, welcome. A rather refined uh, green room. It's very polite this week. Yeah. Right, shall we, shall we um, get out of this hot, sticky, sweaty environment this lot are lurking in and uh, head back up to the live room for the end of the show show bit? Yeah, well, well we can play the last tune on our way up because I've just come up with a link for that. Oh, go on then. Uh, no, uh, do you know what? We put DC in just before that link, specially for you as well. Did we? Oh, I mean, you might not like it. This. Okay, well, as oh, tomorrow is going to be the hottest day of the year, this is why this one's here, from my point of view. All oh, right, I was just going to say, it's this sort of a common phrase by northern men who almost get caught with their trousers down. Oh, shit, here comes the sun. I love that song. Oh, I'm a bit echoey. Oh, fantastic song. Really, really, really good song. But, yes, it does tomorrow, because it's going to be even hotter tomorrow. And then it's going to stop, isn't it? Because I'm going on holiday somewhere cold like the south of Spain. Really? <laughs> well, I'm hoping it's going to be cooler there. There's a swimming pool and cold beer and a hat. Well, yeah, true. Um, all right, I'm just going to try... Saimuf, if you're about and you can hear this, uh, do you want to queue up a, a going out song after our exit? Um, that'd be awesome. Get him to queue and up in the system. We'll get him. Give him dealer's choice. So, uh, to everyone who's yeah, listening, we apologise. You're taking your life into your into your hands there. Yeah, right. So, theme. We had we had a number of songs. Kind of uh, really easy. I, I'm Fox this week. It's it's hard this week. In the summertime by Mungo Jerry. And then we had that beautiful song, "Rain, Rain, Beautiful Rain" by Lady Smith Black Mambazo. 
And then a bit of summertime with DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And then Hut, Hut, Hut by Arrow. And Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Aye, so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult um, theme, I think, to, to sort of decode. As I sit here sweltering in my studio seat with a, a big fan on me and trying not to die in the heat, I, I cannot think what it could possibly be. It's not global warming pillbox. Jeez. <sighs> Next thing you would tell me is that the world's not flat. It's not a double bluff and it's not Hutton Orbital Truckers. No, it's it's not that kind of hot. No, it's just feeling hot, 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 yes. hot, 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 hot. It, it, it's also, will it please cool down now? We're fed up with this. We're, we're British. Why Why has someone got this, this secret theme as hot question mark, summer question mark, climate change question mark? That was Wotherspoon. Is that his guesses? No, I just put the tunes up and he just sort of, yeah, threw words at it. You know, word okay. association games. All right, in which case, Pillbox, no, you're right. It is a global warming. We'll accept that. Yeah, we're going to go with global warming. Pillbox wins. Yay, Pillbox. Congratulations. Whee! <laughs> you win this week absolutely nothing other than a pat on the back <laughs> and it's a bit sticky don't, don't, and icky it's too hot don't touch me don't touch me it's too hot <laughs> now here's something you should learn here's a lesson when you are messing around with one of these voice activated devices do not mess around with your wife's and certainly don't get songs that would appear in her history that would make her question what the hell you were trying um Anyway, we were, Sign move. we were trying to find Bellamy Brothers, and they've got a great song which says, you know, tell your boobs to stop looking at my eyes. Unfortunately, it didn't quite get it the first time. And the song that we inadvertently put into our history is horrific. Uh, and it looks like we might be getting a little re rendition of that um, at the end of the show. Oh, dear. Well, thank you very much, everybody. This has been a Hutton Orbital Radio production. Uh, we're going to scarper before the lawyers turn up before this next song. Yeah, watch, I think. Out, watch out for the bell end lawyers. Uh, we will be back. Uh, I'll be back next week. I'm not sure, but Dave, you'll be away, won't you? No, I am going to be in a swimming pool with a hat on. Oh, jammy get. Uh, I, I'll, I'll be available to contribute to the show. I, when I actually know they've turned the internet off, um, I, I will let you know when I arrive on. Ah, no, I arrive on late Wednesday. No I'm, I'm going to make it up as I go along. Okay, well, we're going to wish a huge thank you to Flossie for joining us tonight. Thank you, Flossie. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you to Dead Meat as well for joining us and helping out. Of course, the Buck for being part of the show. Pete for the submission of Galnet News. Uh, everybody for all the wonderful stories and help that they do by being truckers. The entirety of the Boom team for being freaking mental. And to all you mother truckers for tuning in and giving us your time. Thank you very much. Thank you. And of course, my co-presenter, Vantian, for being awesome. Oh, no. It was nothing. Oh, you do everything. No, it really was. I, I made it up about 30 seconds before we went on air. <laughs> we will be back next week uh, in some form. Do check in, hopefully half past eight. Um, and we will see you then. But for now, we will bid you all a very good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the Thargoids bite. I think that's probably right. For the mark. The mark.